Welcome to the Get More Success Show. He's a guy who never measured a man's success by the size of his wife. It's showtime. 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 And now, here is your host, Warwick Mary. Welcome back to another episode of the Get More Success Show. Now, today, I've got someone who's given birth to more books than you can poke a stick at. And she is... She has strategies. She's the business book strategist and helps people create their books and put their intellectual property down on paper and get more leverage from it. She is, as I said, the business book strategist, Kathy Fyock. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much, Warwick. <laughs> and now, am I saying Fyock properly? Is that correct? Yes, yes, you said it perfectly. Th- there we Amazing. go. <laughs> um, it's so, success. Uh, woohoo, we're there already. <laughs> So before I get into the whole shooting match of what I want to talk about, just really quickly, how many books have you contributed to? Oh, that's a really great question. I know I've written written nine, but then I've contributed to at least nine more anthologies. And, um, and then there was like a book with Roger Herman and I did a, a book, um, a contributing author to another book on the aging workforce. So, you know, I don't know. And and then there'll be a lot that your name's not on where you've just been in the background, you know, giving this accountability of like, and they're going, Oh, Kathy's going to call. I better keep writing. I've got to keep going. (laughs) You are exactly right. Exactly right. I've got uh, about 150 authors now that I have helped with their books and it's been Quite an interesting process. Wow. So you've, you've had your hand in about 200 books. Yes. That is phenomenal. Um, well, and, and for many people, they would go, well, that's hugely successful, but I'm very interested in your definition of success. How do you, in what you do in your life, how do you define success? I think having an impact, um, making a difference is the way I define success. Um, and Recently, I've been thinking about the the impact that authors and speakers can make. And um, I like to think that we are all changing the world one word at a time. And to me, that is success. <laughs> Fantastic. That actually, that's really good. So changing, changing the world one word at a time. Uh, and and <laughs> there's many people in my life who'd say, we'd like you to change it with less words, please. <laughs> um, so, Kathy, I'm really interested. How did you get into being a business book strategist? Were you in publishing? Have you just, did you fall? How did that happen? It's really quite an interesting story. I was working um, at the time at a consulting group, not my own company, I desperately needed to get back to my own company, but not really sure what to do, how to do it. And I get a call from my chapter of the National Speakers Association. And the president said, Kathy, I understand that you wrote one of your books in less than six weeks. Is that right? And I said, um, oh, uh, well, actually, at the time, I'd written four of my five books in less than six weeks. He said, amazing. Do you have a process? And I thought, maybe one of the most interesting questions I've ever been asked. I thought, yeah, I guess I do have a process. 
he said, would you be willing to share your process with our chapter at one of our meetings? I'm like, oh, yes, of course. He said, but wait, here's what I'd really like. We have two of our chapter members who are working on their books. Would you be willing to coach them using your process and then give a program? And I said, you had me at give a program. <laughs> And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm really curious. I know it works for me. I have no clue if it works for anybody else. So I started working with these two women who were good friends of mine. And uh, as we get started, they said, Kathy, um, have you ever thought about being a book coach? And I said, um, no. <laughs> Is there such a thing? Is there a need? And they said, oh, yeah, there's so many people that want to write a book, but they don't know how to get started, or they get started, they get stuck, or they don't know how to take it across the finish line. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this could be what's next for me. And so I gave my program the next month. And uh, again, I've been a member of my NSA chapter for 31 plus years now. My friends came up to me and said, Kathy, have you ever thought about being a book coach? And uh, I said, okay, I'm getting it. <laughs> <laughs> I have it now. And so that was in the spring of 2013. And by January, I put my business plan together and launched my business as a book coach. Fantastic. And so do you have a background in publishing or you just, you have a background in words and you just knew what was going to work? I have been a speaker and a consultant and an author for most of my professional career. When I left the corporate world and started my consulting practice uh, as a human resources consultant, uh, I knew that the one way to differentiate myself in the marketplace was to write so started by writing uh, articles and then started writing books. And so I have no background in publishing. I have mm. really, I really don't even like to write. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want in a book coach, someone who hates the written word. Well, you know, what's interesting about having me as a book coach, some people hire me, many people hire me because they don't really like to write. They'd much rather be speaking or consulting or coaching around their area of expertise. They know they should write a book, mm. but it's so hard. And I get that. And I am the most empathetic book coach because I do get that it's really hard yeah. and painful even to write. But I know the benefits of writing, so that's why I, uh, I'm in this business. Yeah, yeah. So there are a lot of self-published books out there, and I've seen a lot of self-published books that I look at and go, oh, I'm not sure this book is doing the favors that you think it is, because they just, it's either not structured well, or they're not getting across the content, or just something about it just screams, you really don't know what you're doing. So how do we avoid creating that kind of book? How do we make sure that our book has authority? That's a great question. I think the key to that is to begin planning your book as you would begin planning your business. It starts with a strategic plan. And the plan needs to be linked for what do you want this book to do for your business and your career? How do you want it to move your business forward? And then you write that book uh, because any book will not take you the direction of business growth. 
it's the right book. So it's, it's figuring out the right target audience, the right thesis statement, the right um, direction that you want to go. Uh, I've counseled a lot of folks who could write a book about what they've been doing, but that's not where they want to spend their time going forward. And I said, for heaven's sakes, don't write your book about stuff that you're not interested in doing anymore because your book will take you where you want to go. So be careful what yeah. you write. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you set that strategy up? So, because typically, as you're saying, people are going to write the book about what they feel they have the expertise about that they've been doing that they might not want to keep doing. So how do you set that? If you're like, well, I want my business to head in that direction. I've got a bit of experience and a few theories, but not a great deal of credibility because that's why I want the book. So how do you, how do you point, choose that direction? It's a balancing act. It really is. But at some point, if you're speaking on the topic, you're consulting on the topic, that's what you love, that's what your passion is, then that's the book that you should write as opposed to what you've been doing and what's really comfortable or maybe not even that comfortable anymore. It's maybe even a little boring. Yeah. So how many, there's a lot of people I know who think, oh, I'm going to write a book and I'll sell thousands and thousands of copies and make loads of money and it'll, I'll be, you know, Stephen King. Woo, yeah. Uh, how realistic is that? That's not very realistic. <laughs> but here's the interesting thing that I have found about books is that you don't have to sell a book for your book to make you money. And let me explain that. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say explain that. I'm like, oh, I'm a bit confused now. <laughs> but um, I, for example, I'll tell you about two, two of my clients who um, are not selling their book at all. They gift their book to prospective clients and folks that they would love to work with, where they already have a relationship. They've had a conversation. The book seals the deal. The book is their calling card, quite literally. And that is what helps them sell a six-figure or larger uh, consulting contracts. So your book does not have to be sold to make you money. Right. And you do need to have a strategy in place for how you're going to use your book. That's important. But uh, it's not all about sales. Uh, I've never had a best selling book but right. my books have always made me money yeah yeah and that's i think that's a that's a big difference uh, in the u.s how many books do you need to sell for it to be a bestseller i don't even know oh okay i know in I australia know. in australia it's five thousand. um oh okay and, and so there is a strategy for the multi-selling authors to have 10 authors contribute all by 500 books each and ta-da 5,000 sales, even though it's only for themselves. Um, and so you see a lot of people say best selling author. It's a bit like um, people saying number one, Amazon selling author. And there was a guy who took a photo of his left foot and got it to number one, Amazon best selling because of just working the algorithms. It's, it's a weird, how important is it to say I'm a best selling author or I'm a number one on Amazon or I'm, you know, best at the local library. Like, does that make a difference? I, I don't think it does. Uh, I mean, it's a cool credential. Uh, if you want to be in the cool kids club, I guess it does count for something. <laughs> but, uh, but in terms of uh, added credibility or visibility, it really, I mean, I have not had a best-selling book, but yet my books have always brought me business, helped me close sales, 
had uh, helped me have a greater reach, establish my thought leadership. So it's absolutely paid for themselves the effort, the money, um, many times over. Yeah, yeah. So it is getting back to that. What's your strategy? What are you using this yes. for? So, if, so in many ways, it's almost a piece of marketing collateral than it is a a book per se. Absolutely. That's a beautiful way to think of it. It is your, it's not only your intellectual property, it's your brand, it's what you're known for, uh, and it does represent your thought leadership. Yeah. So, um, well, give us a bit of a rundown. What's the process, if, if, you know, if, you, if you're happy to share, what's the process that you've got to go through to write a book? I think the first thing is getting really clear on the strategic plan. So mm-hmm. really having that, that plan well-crafted. And then um, having the structure sort of outlined in advance and then doing a bit of writing on a regular basis so that you are chipping away at this huge, um, this huge task ahead of you and you're getting it done a bit of a time. Um, you can only write one word at a time. So um, it's a matter of figuring out the strategy to get you there. So for many of my authors, it's a blog to book. And in fact, that was my second book about uh, authorship was blog to book, repurposing content to discover the book you've already written. Because the whole idea of writing a blog blog post each week for 52 weeks, if you write the right post and it's all focused around your area of expertise and you're covering all the different slices of the pie that are important to be covered in your book, you can do it by writing a blog post a week. Mm. And that's actually just between you and me. That's how I did my book. Uh, get more inspiration. I just, I actually, cause I knew I wanted a book for the strategic reasons, but I knew I was not going to, I hear these people go, Oh, I'm going away for the weekend to write my book. And I lock myself in a cupboard somewhere and, and I'm just like, I, yeah, I'd be get five words in and go, Oh, squirrel. Um, and so I just said to my VA, go back through my blog and pick the best 200 and we pick 220. And yeah, just tweak them a little bit so that they were evergreen. So they weren't time dependent. And yeah, that's how I created a book, which has served me very, very well. Yes. My blog to book is a blog to book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I had been blogging for um, maybe three years and I just took that content. I figured out what was missing. I wrote the missing pieces in about two weeks. And um the book was done. How important is editing nowadays? Because uh, there's a lot of emails, texts, advertising, where spelling, punctuation, that kind of stuff really doesn't matter like it used to. So how important is it now? Um, Because it used to be editing, you'd like, oh, hey, hang on, you're missing a space here. And it was like, get down to the, the picky little details. How important is that? I think it's still important today because a lot of people will judge a book by its cover or its formatting or the typos that are inside. So I think it's important to uh, hire a professional book editor to have your book professionally edited so that it is as good as it can possibly be. Yeah. Uh, because if you're, especially if you're, if you're, um, attaching your reputation, your professionalism to a book, then it better be pretty darn professional. 
Yeah, you don't want anything to sort of be a speed hump on that road to getting yeah. the sale or the gig or anything. It's like, you know, oh, they got, you know, their spelling's not right. Their attention to detail may not be that flash. Like, there are these messages that people make that may not be accurate, but they, they will make those links. That's right. That's right. So it's important that your book represent your brand. Yeah, yeah. So apart from the actual sitting down and typing and forcing yourself to do that, what are the other barriers that people come up against when writing a book? <laughs> it's funny. You know, one of the biggest barriers is honoring the time that you've set aside. This is probably the number one issue that I um, deal with with my clients. So they've got it blocked on their calendar. And I say, don't ever put time to work on your book on your to-do list. Put it on your calendar. And you block the time and you block something very specific, not just like work on book, but finish interviews for chapter three or finish the dialogue um, in chapter four or whatever it might be. Very, very specific goals for the specific time block. But most of my, my clients find that because they're busy professionals, they're successful professionals, that sometimes business gets in the way of writing their books. And I say, you know, writing your book will always be important, but it will never be urgent. Mm. So you have to do some things that create a sense of urgency. Um, one of the tips I give my authors is if you have to cancel an appointment, a writing appointment, to tend to some client business, that's probably going to happen. But what you do, what do you do when the client cancels the appointment and now you have an hour or two hours time? Okay, that's time that, that gets uh, devoted back to the book. Yeah. How, how useful do you think of an, uh, a lot of the voice to text kind of services out there, be it in Google Docs or Dragon Naturally Speaking or Rev or any of those kind of things that are out there. Are you finding more and more of your authors are actually just speaking the book and magically the words appear on paper? Yes, yes they are. Now, not all of my authors. I tried that myself and um, I guess I'd just been too far down the path of having trained my fingers to sit and work the keyboard and I'm, I'm a pretty fast typist. So, um, that typing uh, in high school really did pay off. <laughs> but um, for those folks who just are not that dexterous or uh, find this really cumbersome to sit down and write, then the, the, the text um, apps are really wonderful. And many of my clients are finding that they're, they're having much more success that way. Yeah, yeah. So what do you reckon are the biggest mistakes when it comes to sitting down and writing a book? Um, obviously, number one is they don't have a strategy. But what are some of the big issues that you've seen that you've had to help your clients with? You know, I, I'm suspecting you'd have clients come to you going, I'm a third of the way through and I'm just stuck and I can't go any further. So what are the, some of the, the problems? So you've talked about don't have a strategy, don't dedicate the time and value the time writing the book. What are some of the other barriers or the, the mistakes that people have made in trying to put a book together? Well, here's another big barrier, and that is the negative voice that lives between our ears. Uh, most of us have a very critical voice that sometimes when we try to do something a little bit creative, a little bit different, we're taking a risk, that little voice starts talking to us in a rather loud voice and says things like, I can't believe you're, you're going to try to whoever said you were a good writer 
is anybody going to read this? I mean, really, how many books about this topic are there already out there in the marketplace? That negative voice has got to be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it, in, in my book, um, On Your Mark, we call that negative voice the bitch <laughs> because the voice is yep. a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it so does raise a valid point, and I want to know how to address that. So, for example, okay. let's say you're an expert on leadership. There are so many books on leadership out there. Yes. So how do you make your book, again, how do you fight the bitch and go, well, why, why do I need another one? Um, but how do, you, how do you position your book on leadership to, to be something different? Well, first of all, I always ask the question, have we solved the world's leadership problems? I think not. <laughs> so until we've solved all the problems out there, then probably a different book with a different take, with a different perspective is going to be welcome. Um, as long as there are problems, um, I think that we can count on there being new books with fresh perspective. So I think that does sort of answer the question. It needs to be fresh. It needs to be new. It needs to be different. It needs to be based truly on who you are and the experience that you bring to the table, that you uniquely bring to the table. Mm. So bringing all that to bear, um, for example, in my books, um, I'm not out there saying, you know, I've, I've been a best-selling author, but I am saying that my books have helped me achieve my business goals. So it's just owning what it is that you do and what you know and presenting it in a fr fresh and compelling way. Mm. So does it need research analytics, that kind of stuff, or is there, you know, there's, there's a lot of validity in, in your experiences and what you know to be true and your anecdotal evidence? Well, what I often say to, especially the academics who come to me, this is not, this is not an academic paper. We are not trying to cite all the resources out there in the world about this topic. That is boring. <laughs> Yeah, we want, our busy readers today want something that's distilled, that's easy, that's accessible, that is uh, pragmatic, and so that is what today's uh, writers should be focusing on. How can we distill all of the stuff out there, and maybe most importantly, my experience into my book. Yeah. Um, as you've just said, people are very busy and our reading styles have changed. It's, it seems to be rare that we want long form, deep dive. We like little chunks, that kind of thing. So how do we structure our book and should it be lots of short chunks? How many words should it be? You know, what sort of, what sort of size are people looking for in their reading experience? That's an interesting question. And what I'm finding, all the research points to shorter is better. Uh, we want it to be big enough that it looks like, you know, it's, it's a meaty enough book, but yet not so thin that it doesn't look like it's, uh, you know, hefty enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lisa, so, we, don't, we don't want it to be a pamphlet. And, and, no. <laughs> and I've always said I, it's got to have enough thwock factor. And so when you drop it on the desk, it's got to go thwock. Yes. You know, it's, it's a beautiful way of saying it. <laughs> yeah. So, so how many how many words or how many pages is that? 
So usually I say that's between 28,000 and 38,000 words. Not that your book has to be any particular length, but that's a, I think that's an ideal length to sort of shoot for as an author. And uh, when somebody has like one author just turned into me 16,000 words, that's not yet a book. That's a really white paper. That's a really nice, nice pamphlet, but it's not yet a book in my mind. It's a good first half. Yes. Yes, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what's next for you, Kathy? Have you got, I know you've just done a book um, with Lois Kramer, speaker author. Um, And so that's, so that's your, that's your latest baby. Yeah. Yes, it is. I love this new baby. Uh, It's been so much fun working with Lois. Uh, She has been a client of mine and a friend of mine and a colleague. So it's been really fun putting this book together with her she, of course, is the sales coach for speakers, and I'm the, the, the book strategist. So together, we're the perfect combination, I think, to bring this topic of how does writing a book, authorship, and speaking go hand in hand and complement one another. Yeah. And I was actually, I was fortunate enough to interview her for the show recently and she spoke your praises and I think she was a little bit scared. She's like, oh my God, Kathy was on my back and she was driving me all the time. So, um, and she said, which was really great. You know, she's like, the book came out so quick and it's fabulous. So she was thrilled with it. Um, and so how long, so you've, you've just put that book out over the, the last month or so. So how much effort do you focus on that book before you then start looking at, okay, time for something new? Well, right now I'm, I'm thinking about getting this book out into the world. So um, my focus is, is primarily on this book, but I, of course, I'm thinking about what's next. And um, the topic that has intrigued me is sort of a topic that you started to ask me about, which is what are the kinds of books that busy professionals want to read today? And how are those different? How many words are they? How are they structured? What do they look like? Um, How do busy readers read nonfiction books today? Mm. Do they read it from cover to cover? Do they read it to find the answer to a question? Uh, That, that is really intrigued me. So I'm thinking that that might be the topic of my next book. Fantastic. I look forward to uh, reading that book when it comes out. Kathy, thank you so much for your time today. I've really enjoyed having a chat with you. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, maybe I need another book. What do I have to do myself? Uh, so, which is, which has been fantastic. If you people want to get in, well, if I want to get in touch with you, Kathy, how do, or the, any of our listeners, how do they get in touch with you? Um, my website is kathyfyock.com. And I uh, usually respond to emails really fast. And that's Kathy at kathyfyock.com. And just so you know, that's Kathy Fyock, C-A-T-H-Y-F-Y-O-C-K.com. Excellent. Perfect. Kathy, thank you so much for being here. It's been a delight chatting with you. Thank you so much, Warwick. <laughs> You've been listening to another episode of the Get More Success Show. I've been your host, Warwick Mary. I look forward to your company next time. Thanks for listening to the Get More Success Show with Warwick Merry. Continue the conversation with other successful people over at getmoresuccess.com. That's where you'll find all the show notes as well as a link to our Facebook group that we'd love for you to join. 
GetMoreSuccess.com is also where you'll find all the information you need to connect with me, your host, Warwick Merriam. Thanks for listening, and until next time, enjoy your success.